0: Welcome y'all. Y'all listening to HERE, Horsey Embraces the Anxious Ride, and I'm your host Horace. This is a short episode because I'm still not feeling 100% with my voice and I know that I'm still a little congested and coughing and sick, but I do want to make sure that I give something out to you guys and that's why hence these shorter episodes. But this is just a recent spiel of something that happened to me recently that I just have to get off my chest because it's fresh on my mind. Let's face it, nobody likes to be told what to do. However, for ADHDers, it does get to them much deeper than a neurotypical brain individual. We're gonna talk a little bit about that today, my personal feelings, and what I think about this, because it does relate to RSD, which if you remember from previous episodes, it's a rejection sensitive dysphoria. So let's get to it. Disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist. If you are in need of a mental health check or you have something critical going on, please consult a actual licensed therapist or a psychiatrist or somebody that can diagnose or officially help you i'm just here from my experience with adhd anxiety and feeling lost from time to time i just hope to provide you some sort of peace in this day and age a safe space and to share optimism i'm here to hear so first off you have to remember that adhd people's emotions are intense they can jump from zero to 60 in less than a millisecond and they have bicycle brakes To try to stop their ferrari engine it's really tough for them to handle those emotional outbursts and sometimes they can't help it now i'm not trying to use this as an excuse it's more of an explanation about certain aspects in my life that are caused by intense emotions now let's review a little bit of rejection sensitive dysphoria rejection sensitive dysphoria is Emotional pain triggered by perception, real or imagined, that a person has been rejected, ridiculed, or criticized by important people in their life. Now, let's touch on that last part. Ridiculed or criticized. And when somebody tells you what to do, what do you think? It could be somebody that thinks that they're doing good for you because they're thinking that, hey, I'm telling you what to do because I've experienced it before. And this is what I want you to to do that it'll be better for you or they provide you a suggestion however for the adhd brain unfortunately it can jump to the conclusion where that is being told what to do and it is criticism and we immediately take that in the negative onset and it's much harder for us because that is a form of rsd which is rejection sensitive dysphoria it's been well documented this effect with people with ADHD because they interpret this criticism as an attack. Because, don't forget, we lack dopamine. We need dopamine in our brains, and we constantly crave that kind of adrenaline, that kind of excitement in our lives to combat the dopamine, the dopamine deficit. And with this, it's kind of like a conflict. And I read an article where. Conflict is adrenaline-inducing, and this is potentially a reason where we're trying to seek something to increase our adrenaline and dopamine. And in this case, being told what to do, we immediately go into the critical part of it, and we were like, no, we don't like it. And yes, some people do inhibit our ability to differentiate. So my point being is that in Asian families, there's a lot of times where the the generation above you will try to tell you to do things and will try to tell you based on their experience what you, they think is best for you it's not very easy for us ADHD folk to differentiate that from a positive interaction from a negative interaction and it makes it even feel worse when you can't distinguish that and at that moment the people that you think care about you the most are unable to support you, and you just feel completely lost, and you don't know how to navigate that. Telling somebody with ADHD that, oh, everybody goes through this from time to time, nobody likes to be told what to do. We understand that nobody likes to be told what to do, but unfortunately, we cannot distinguish at that moment, and at that moment of that emotional dysregulation, we need support. And we're not given that support and that feels extremely frustrating and we get even more in that downward spiral of negativity and we just feel worse and worse. I don't know how to really explain it because somebody with ADHD your just emotions just go from zero to 60 again immediately. It's very fast and it's suddenly you're very positive then suddenly you're just in the wallowing in your grief and negativity. It's not really a sense of depression but it's just That's how fast our emotions move. Now, you already see that in rejection-sensitive dysphoria. And you already see that with how fast the ADHD brain can jump from here to there. What's stopping emotions from jumping from one place to another? And that is why sometimes being told what to do is very often difficult for ADHD brain to Distinguish from a positive or a negative interaction. So from this little interaction, what I'm just trying to get at is that ADHD people really don't like being told what to do. And there are other ways you can go about trying to communicate with your significant other, your loved ones, or your child that has ADHD. Instead of telling them what to do, you can add a suggestion you can try to offer alternatives. You can try to let them speak a little bit more about what they feel, how they feel, why do they feel that way? And another reason is trying to sympathize because sometimes they just want somebody to listen at that point, especially with their emotions so high. And a couple things that you don't want, you want to make sure you avoid trying to say is that you're just being too sensitive. Why can't you just try this? Why did you do this? Beginning sentences with you because that turns into a blame game and it just seems a little judgy. And of course, that just goes into the circle of more RSD. Or I want you to, I need you to. Sure, that's more of like a demand at that point. Or even just something like everyone goes through this because that makes their problems feel insignificant. So all in all, Hope this has been helpful. It's a short blurb. It's just basically something that happened recently that I just wanted to talk about and speak to about how the whole ADHD being told what to do. Hopefully it helps. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But anyways, it's been a long journey with this sickness and I'm just trying to get back into the routine. I appreciate you still listening in and tuning into my podcast. I know that this is a little unorthodox, but I appreciate you. In conclusion, once again, ADHD is, relates to emotions quite often. The hyperactivity, the dopamine chasing, these are all aspects that are critical for ADHD and understanding it. And these are things that have to be taken account when interacting with somebody with ADHD. I know it's a hard line to tread, And ADHD is not a fun to have. I wish I did not have it. I wish I could control my emotions a little better because it's frustrating for me and it causes headaches for other people. But unfortunately, coming to realize that this is something that I have makes me try to understand myself better. And in turn, that makes me want to improve myself as much as I can. And sometimes we do have those tough days and it's difficult for us. Anyways, I just wanted to give that spiel. I appreciate you for t- tuning in and listening to me ramble. If you learn anything within these few minutes of listening to me of blabbering, or find it entertaining, or just enjoy my episodes, please consider giving me a follow or a positive rating on whatever platform you listen to. Share this with a loved one who is impacted by ADHD. You can follow me at the Anxious Ride on Instagram. If you have topics or me. If you have topics for me to cover, questions or comments, any feedback on the episodes, you can email me at theanxiousride at gmail.com. Once again, thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, you could have listened to any other podcast about ADHD, but you chose to listen to mine. And I, for that, I am super grateful. Till then, stay safe, keep the rubber side down, and enjoy the anxious ride. This has been your host, Horace. Peace, and I'll see you next week. Hopefully, I'm better by then.